The following podcast is dedicated to a true real estate icon, Jan Bronstein. Jan spent more than 30 years in the real estate business, beginning as a way to make extra money for her family. Before long, she had turned her part-time business into a full-time career, and later as a managing broker, a mentor to many in the Aurora, Denver, Colorado area. She was committed to her craft, and after retiring, she never stopped inspiring others. Some health problems led to a setback after surgery, and on March 28, 2023, her family posted on social media that Jan had sadly passed away. She was 76 years old. And just two days after her graveside service in Denver, Rhonda wanted to sit down to remember the legacy of a real estate pioneer who gave countless realtors a start, a start in a business that she loved. This is that conversation. Have you ever wondered why people can't just be nice in business? You are about to get a dose of real estate reality. From the Real Estate Support Group, this is Help Me Rhonda with Rhonda Courtney and Lane Lyon. Hi there, Lane. Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. It is another edition of Help Me Rhonda. We spend our time as licensed real estate agents in the state of Colorado, not only helping agents find more business and being successful, but also helping them work their way through what is just a difficult business. And when we have the opportunity to talk about people who not only did the business well, but also uh, really leave a lasting mark on the industry, we have to dedicate some time. And so this edition of Help Me Rhonda is dedicated to a true legend in our business, Miss Jan Bronstein, somebody who was well known by uh, agents at Coldwell Banker here in the Denver area. I'm a licensed broker at Coldwell Banker in Denver. Rhonda's a licensed broker in uh, at Remax, also here in Colorado. And this week we said goodbye to Jan, somebody who truly uh, not only knew real estate but really knew how to do it well. And uh, we've had the opportunity to connect with a lot of people who knew Jan. And for those of you who uh, knew Jan, we invite you to the program to kind of reminisce through some of these stories as well. And for those of you who might be listening outside the area, we want you to think about um, getting to know someone who really made an impact, but how Jan's legacy can help everyone, whether you knew her or not. If you are committed to being a great real estate agent, then you need to know Jan Bronstein's story. So Rhonda has uh, kind of a connection to Jan, and uh, I wanted to make sure we spend some time kind of processing what this week has been for you. Talk about your connection to Jan. Uh, so um, <laughs> I I started dating Jan Bronstein's son, and at the time when I met him, I didn't realize that his mom was a real estate legend. Lane, I had no idea. Um, he been in real estate a long time. Right? Oh, she was. She started in the '70s when women weren't really in real estate that much. So she was. She was a legend. She started part-time and then she just ended up being this real estate icon. I mean, as far as, you know, I've always been with Remax, but at Caldwell Banker, she was a really big deal. And you, you even told me, because mm-hmm. I remember telling you, yeah, I'm dating this guy and his mom is Jan Bronstein. And you were like, yep, I know her. Wow. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. What do you think makes... Uh, when people think about Jen Bronstein, why does that reaction come out? Wow. So it wasn't, I mean, she was a managing broker. Okay. So she 
had that going for her, but she also sold a lot of real estate. But it wasn't about the numbers that she sold, Lane. It was about her legacy and how she treated people. That's what, at her funeral, what she was remembered by. She she was known for treating brand new agents with respect, being just this kind, over-the-top, nice, respectful agent. And I remember, um, you know, yesterday my boyfriend told me, he goes, you know, my mom died with no regrets. Mm. Not very many of us can say that lane. A lot of us have regrets in our lives. Jan Bronstein had no regrets. And, you know, my favorite story about her, and I could cry just thinking about this story, but there was an agent that told me that when Jan Bronstein did a deal with her. She was brand new in the business. And she told Jan, she goes, you know, I'm brand new. I I don't really know what I'm doing. And Jan said, no problem. I will help you. I will help you get through this deal. And, and Jan treated her with the utmost respect, trained this brand new agent to get this deal done. No ego. No, I'm better than you. You're brand new. Get with your managing broker. None of that. It was, you know what? I will help you get this done. I, I will, I will, you know, I just, I think about her and I think, wow, that is how we should all strive to be. All of us in this business. Certainly nice to newer agents. And she was definitely a coach and a mentor oh. to many, mm-hmm. but I find that, you know, she was in the business a long time. Yes. She got in at a time, as you mentioned, that a lot of women were, were not doing it. In fact, the rabbi at, at her funeral mentioned mm-hmm. uh, at her graveside service that, um, you know, she got into, she was working full time at a time when a lot of women weren't working right. full time. Right. And I wonder if you, through your conversations with Ed, have talked about what that was like when she really decided to make this kind of part-time job like a full-time passion. Yes. Well, <laughs> you know, I think that's part of the reason he doesn't want me on my phone, work it all the time. I mean, he grew up in real estate. Um, you know, we have a pact that, you know, back then, if, if you can't have boundaries in real estate, you're always on the phone lane. That's how realtors are. That's kind of how we are, right? Well, he grew up with that. He doesn't have the patience for that. Um, so I have to put my phone away at dinner. I, I can't, I can't be working a real estate deal when I'm with him. Um, now his mom, you know, she, she did work a lot. Um, but she did have boundaries and, and, and she, she found a way to support her family and have a successful real estate career because her family came number one for her. Today, we're talking about Jan Bronstein, mm. a true legend in real estate, someone who worked at Coldwell Banker for many, many, many years, recently passed away, but has left some lessons. Her legacy is one in which people aspire to just be the best real estate agent, salesperson, and family member they can. And today, we honor her here on the program. Uh, Rhonda, I was looking at a, a lot of the Facebook messages that have come in because she had such an impact here in the Denver area. One person writing in, she taught me to listen to both sides of a situation before choosing a side. And in real estate, there are many situations. She was a powerful yet sensitive lady and made a real difference in so many of our lives. Mm -hmm. What a wonderful legacy to be remembered um, in that way. Um, Why do you think that was important that she really recommended or or her, her main thing was to listen? 
you know, Jan was the type of woman, I mean, she was my type of person. Um, she, she wanted to listen to both sides. It wasn't about winning for her. And it's what I preach about too. Um, it's not about who's right or wrong. It's about, you know, listen to both sides. It's, it's, it, I remember a story late and it's always kind of makes me think of Jan and I mean, mouth droppings. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Okay. Well, on an inspection, get rid of the mouse droppings. Doesn't that mean get rid of the mouse problem too? Like if you're a listing agent, you got to do the right thing for the buyer and the seller. It's it's not about just winning. It's about doing what's right. And Jan Bronstein always did what's right. She listened to both sides. She was very fair. She was very diplomatic and she was very, very professional. And, um, you know, my only regret is that I didn't get to work with her. Now I, I met her later on in life when she was retired and she sat down with me and I just, this just makes me laugh so hard. She goes, I could never manage you. (laughs) (laughs) I could never manage you Rhonda Courtney. Was she right? She was right. But why did she say that? Do you think she said it tongue in cheek? Yeah. You know, you know, I, I think that Jan, Jan came from a real estate career that was very corporate, very structured, um, very, she's very professional. Okay. Very professional. I am to a point lane, but you know, like I, I am more, I don't want to go to meetings. I don't want to go to the realtor prom. I don't want any of that. I just want to deal with my clients and I want to have my life. Like I'm different. I'm hard to manage. Remax does well with me because I don't, I don't like any of that. Like, that's me. We all have the way that we do this business. Jan, Jan was just very professional, very structured, um, but just a loving, caring, wonderful person. Now, I also hear um, when, when, when talking to people, particularly around um, this time uh, that now that she's passed on, people say, you know, she was feisty. Yes, she was. And, and they don't mean it in an offensive way. They really mean it in a way that, that uh, I, I'm gathering she would agree with. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think they mean by that? And, and is that okay to, to some degree in business to be known or remembered as feisty? Well, I will be. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Um, but Jan, Jan was feisty in a way that I mean, her her kids joke that, and 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 other agents, even even a big wig at Caldwell Baker at the funeral told me, you know what? When we were called into Jan Bronstein's office, we knew it wasn't going to be good. Okay, <laughs> but Jan was the type of woman that would call you in her office, but you would leave there feeling better about yourself. Okay. She would, she would praise you in front of other people. She would only reprimand you in private in an office. She was so classy. But if she did that in an office, she picked you up before you left. Mm. And, and I, I just feel like, yeah, she was feisty. She, she was just a beautiful person inside and out. And I, I feel blessed to have known her. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I can tell, and it's been, it's been one of those emotional weeks for your family. Yeah. But as we think about somebody who truly leaves behind a legacy of being not only great in business, but just a great person, mm-hmm. something we all aspire to be really, particularly when we do this day in and day out, we want our clients to not only appreciate our service, but we, we always like it when the industry looks back on us and says, you know what, this is somebody who did business the right way. Yes. 
So I'm curious, Rhonda, when you think about what makes a great agent, a great leader, um, in real estate, what, 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 what are some of those defining differences? What makes a great realtor? You know, I've been thinking about this a lot since she passed and, you know, like, what do I want my legacy to be? I mean, I don't want my legacy to be, oh, her GCI was such and such million. Who cares? Okay, seriously. I want my legacy to be like, you know what? She called me back. She was just awesome to work with. She respected my boundaries. She was so fair. She, you know, that is what I want my legacy to be. I want my legacy to be, you know what? When we pulled up to her sign, we knew that that was going to be a great transaction. I don't want to be the agent where people pull up and go, oh my God, <laughs> I don't even know how I'm going to do Her this. again. Oh no. <laughs> I'm going to have to refer this out because I'm not going to be able to deal. I mean, Lane, I mean, let's just be honest. There's some agents, they don't call you back. They're super disrespectful. Yeah, they got some high numbers, but they're not, they're not good to work with in the real estate community. Unfortunately, the public doesn't know that, but that is, that is the reality of our business lane. And I, I don't want to be that agent. I want to be the agent that says, you know what? She called us back. She never acted like she was better than us. You know, she, she was respectful. She was great for the deal. She made it happen. That's, that's what I want my legacy. And you know what? That was Jan's legacy. It was. You often talk about the importance of being nice in yes. business. Uh, and I think that that's such an interesting topic because it feels like that would be easy, but yet it's some not. struggle because they feel, I guess, that to really be effective, they must be assertive. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think Jan would say when it comes to this particular topic of being nice in business? Do you think she would have agreed with, with your style in terms of, of being kind throughout the process? Oh, absolutely. I think Jan and I had definitely, we definitely shared the same philosophies. Absolutely. Now how we carried it out was a little bit different. I'm more outspoken, I don't have a mouth filter. I mean, you know, I mean, let's just be real. I am who I am. Jan, Jan was definitely more corporate, more reserved, um, probably more professional. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, I have my moments. I do. I admit it, fully admit it. She was very classy, Lane. I mean, class act. Um, So I feel like Jan would have been like, call people back, be respectful. Mm-hmm. Period. I, I know that's what she, how she ran her business. Something that that I admire is when you have people who are effective and great at what they do, but then decide to take it to the next level, and really help future generations mm-hmm. and other people out there find that level of success. When you can take your business and then turn it into leadership, mm-hmm. and really become um, an advocate for not only your clients but for the industry that you're that in which you're working. Jan really believed in leadership. She believed in coaching. She believed in being a mentor. She wanted to share what she knew with other young agents. Yes. And I think that that's so noble that when you can take what you've learned and then give back to a community mm-hmm. like she did, um, truly someone who um, impacted a lot of lives. And it was interesting seeing people coming together um, after her passing who had met her when they worked at other offices, mm-hmm. when the, prior to mergers happening within Coldwell Banker. They remember back when we were at this office and she moved over. 
over. And when we come back from this break uh, in Act Two, I really want to talk about ways that we as business professionals can can learn from the lessons and the and the legends that have left us, but really to leave that same kind of imprint on future generations. How do we become leaders? How do we change the industry, if you will, to a place of kindness? to effective negotiations, to really providing a great level of service, and finally, not letting work rule our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, Jan was somebody who really admired for her great business ethic, but also for being uh, someone who put family first. Mm-hmm. And finding that balance is something that uh, a lot of uh, sales um, people struggle with. And uh, she really seemed to have figured that piece out. So when we come back, the three lessons that Jan Bronstein has left behind, and we will talk about that when we return right after this. Welcome back. Continuing with Act Two, this is Help Me Rhonda with Lane Lyon, Rhonda Courtney here. And today we are saluting a true real estate legend. The passing of Jan Bronstein is something that has been on many hearts and minds this week. For those of you who never had the chance to meet Jan, she was somebody who truly embraced the profession, embraced clients and agents alike. Uh, Really getting started in the business in the 1970s, turning kind of a part-time job into a full-time passion. Really getting into the business at a time when many women weren't. And she truly created what is a lasting legacy of somebody who understood real estate and has left some lessons behind. Rhonda is touched by this. She happens to be very close to her family, uh, to Jan's family, and has heard a lot of stories this week. And we thought we would share some of the things that uh, were important to Jan Bronstein, whether you knew her or not, you're going to leave this program feeling like I could learn from that. This is somebody who really has had an impact on future generations of salespeople and real estate professionals uh, alike. And one of the things that I loved hearing, uh, I must say, even as as sad as it is to lose her, she really um, got started in the 70s, worked, uh, what, until about 10 years ago, really probably would keep working today. <laughs> she yeah. never had plans on retiring, um, but her health took a turn and she had to step away from real estate. Uh, let's talk about, if we if we were to break it down into three main lessons that uh, Jan leaves behind, and, and really if we think about all real estate leaders and, and people who are legends in their field, truly understand the business, but leave behind such a memorable, um, and have a memorable impact, uh, Jen Bronstein is one of those. What would you say are three things that um, that that you're holding close to you, uh, Rhonda? Number one, what would that be? You know, Lane, I think the number one thing when I think about Jan is that there was no ego with Jan Bronstein. Okay, it was about doing what was right on both sides. It wasn't about winning for her. It was about doing what was right in the deal being a good person and doing what was right. And I, and I, and I do think that that was the number one contributor to, uh, what made her so successful. Um, number two was the fact that she truly, truly cared about the industry. She cared about how other agents were treated. That was number two. She, she, I, I cannot even imagine Jan, um, putting down another agent or acting like she was better than them. Jan lifted them up. Jan wanted them to be at the same level. Like she, she just, 
that was really a big deal to her. Um, number three, there's just so many, I, I could just go on and on about what an incredible icon and legend she really was. But number three, if I had to say something about Jan was that Jan, her family came first lane. She mm -hmm. had no regrets. That woman died with no regrets. Seriously. How if many of us could say that? If only we could all be so we fortunate, can't. right? I can't say that. I mean, you know. Well, there's still time to work on that, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do regret my choices <laughs> in some of my areas of my life. But Jan didn't have any regrets. I mean, she married a man that she loved. She had two incredible children. Um, and, you know, she, she just didn't have any regrets. And, you know, I... Gosh, I mean, I, I just completely respect that. You know, when we talk about um, putting our family first, it feels like that should be just a given. Yeah, it's not, though. Why do you think some sales professionals struggle to make their family their first priority? I mean, the answer is we, we don't want to lose a deal. We don't want to lose money. Right. But how come that's so hard for some um, agents, do you think, in this well, business? you know, Elaine and I, I mean, our book kind of explains this. Is your family life stressful? Are you working all the time so that you don't have to deal with your life and your family? Is that it? Or are you working all the time because you feel like money is filling some sort of a void? I don't know what it is for some people. For me... It was, um, work was an escape for me. I was a workaholic. I was a hamster on a wheel. I worked all the time so I didn't have to deal with my life. Okay, so um, now I work, but I run it like a business because I have a life. I want to be in my life. Before I didn't. Um, so, you know, Jan, Jan loved her family. She loved her husband. She loved her kids. And, and so real estate for her was a means to take care of her family. It didn't come first. Her family did. Yeah, that makes a big difference. Huge. So those of you who are listening who knew Jan Bronstein uh, certainly are, are thinking about um, truly a legend in, in our area here in the Denver area. Many people worked with her um, at different offices around the metro area and just have told their own stories of somebody who truly, truly uh, was passionate, feisty at times, mm -hmm. somebody who would call people in for discussions, and that wasn't always, uh, you know, something people look forward to do, but but in the end, they were always um, reminded of the importance of just doing the right thing, and I think that that's, that's what's so nice. You know, I was really taken by back by uh, something that the rabbi said at the at, at, at her service, which really struck a chord with me that I've thought about. And, you know, Rhonda and I spend so much time kind of laughing on this show and having a great time. And, and we appreciate you indulging us in something that's a little bit more serious this time around. But uh, what I thought was so impactful that I want to leave you with today is that, you know, as, as we were there, we're in a cemetery, we're looking over um, this beautiful woman's... Um, uh, casket, the rabbi says, you know, there is no escaping this. You right. know, we will all, the one thing that is inevitable is that we will, the, a, a day will come when we won't be here. Mm -hmm. And so we have to make the choices now. Right. To really live the full life, uh, to, to just not live with any regrets, right. to, to figure it out, to try to make the most and the best of what we have while we're here. Mm -hmm. And that time is now. Right. And so, um, and 
I apologize for Leo <laughs> here in the background? I don't know why struggling a little bit. Did, were you struck by that as well? I was. And, and Lane, I, my dad had said something to me that oh, it was so great. My, my dad has a friend right now that's in hospice and he's, you know, he's battling. And, you know, my dad said, I said, well, dad, you know, are you sad about this? And he said, you know what, Rhonda? He just gets to go home first. Mm. We're all going. Yeah. He just gets to go home first. And I and I thought about that. And I thought, you know what? That is so impactful. Like, how are we going to live our lives now? Because we're all going to go, Lane. We're all going to go. So are we going to live our lives just miserable and stressed out right now? Because there's no guarantee. Do you remember the cross story that I told you about mm-hmm. the highway? Like I go to Arizona sometimes cause it's my happy place. And when I'm driving, I noticed all the white crosses on the road. Like I've never noticed that before, but recently I've been really noticing this. And, and when I, when I pass them, I think when they woke up that day, they did not know that that was their last day. They died in a car accident that they woke up that morning and they didn't realize that was their last day. So how do we want to live our lives because it could truly be your last day. You don't know. And I know that's really dark and I'm sorry that we're going there, but if it reaches one person that you can leave, you have to live your life today and how you live your life matters. And, and how do you want people to remember you? Do you want them to remember you? Like we remember Jan. I mean, that's, that's truly what I want to strive to be. And living that full life. Yes. The one thing that I, I keep coming back to is, and the one thing that I just love, and I, I didn't know her, uh, I just really know of her reputation. And of yeah. course, her legacy now is is the reality that you, when you're here, you're living it to the fullest. And when you are in business, you are doing the very best you can. And Absolutely. we're not perfect, but no. can you course correct? Can you do something different? Can you learn and be better? Can you think about the people that, that really do have an impact in our business and what are they saying? Is there a Jan Bronstein that you know? Is there somebody that you can go to and find that mentorship? Is there someone you trust and respect? Somebody who shares those same values that it's about doing the right thing. It's about family first. It's about understanding that, that the business is important, that what we do matters, Mm -hmm. that it's important to care. And that anytime we're starting to work with people who don't follow those same protocols and have those same philosophies that it can be hard. It's stressful. It's, it's really not a business for the faint at heart. Being in sales is one of the most uh, challenging and rewarding businesses that you'll be in Mm -hmm. because of the earning potential, because of the relationships you'll make along the way, because of that, just that deep inner core of yourself that learns that you can create your own destiny. And so whether you knew Jan Bronstein or not, please remember her today and think about her today and and how you can incorporate some of her passions and philosophies into your own life and your own business. It is all about working on this together. She was a leader. She was a mentor. And there are leaders and mentors across the country who will uh, be there for you. So, So seek them out and think about what it is that makes you good at what you do. What is it that your clients like about you and love you? And how is it that they refer you? We spent our last episode talking about referrals. Mm -hmm. 
And truly, how we live our life, how we run our business is how we are not only remembered, but it is also how we are successful in business while we're here. So with that, Rhonda, any closing thoughts, uh, anything you'd like people to, I know you've, you wanted to thank a lot of people that have, uh, generously given of their time and shared stories and have, have touched the family this week for sure. Ah, it just, yeah. I mean, I just, what an absolute honor to know somebody like that. I mean, she was a true believer and her and I had conversations that real estate has its highest highs and its lowest lows. And, you know, it's not about, like I always say, it's not about the GCI. It's about how you live your life. And GCI, for those of you that aren't in real estate, gross commissions earned, uh, who cares? <laughs> Just be happy, happy, happy with your life and make an impact. Be a good person and the money will always come. Yeah. I, there's a great book out there. Uh, you don't even have to read it. Is it but, ours? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one too. And you click the link in the bio for that. Our one. book. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, go ahead. <laughs> but do what you love, and the money will follow. Absolutely. Do what you love and the money will follow. 100%. And it was just so powerful to see how many people love Jan Bronstein. And so um, thank you to the Jan Bronsteins out there. You know who you are. Thank you to Jan Bronstein for making such a wonderful impact on real estate here in the Denver area. And thank you all for tuning in because just by listening, you're making your life better and hopefully the lives of your clients better as well because it really does take a village to survive real estate doesn't it? It sure does. Well, we will be here. Uh, If you have questions or would like to send your own tribute to uh, Jan or something you would like Jan's family to read, don't forget our our email address. You can also write to Rhonda as well with your own questions. And that's dearhelpmeronda at gmail.com. That's dearhelpmeronda, R-O-N-D-A at gmail.com. Rhonda, thanks so much. I'm sorry for the loss in your family, but know that we are all much better uh, for the stories and the life lived of Jan Bronstein. The world is a better place. And remember, play nice in that sandbox of life. Jan certainly did. And we are thinking of her today. And we thank you for listening. Thank you.